Did you know Super Awesome Mix has an app? Go to the Apple App Store today and download Super Awesome Mix. It's free. You could start creating and sending your own digital mixtapes in just a few clicks. Also, there's links to our Instagram account and a link where you can follow your favorite podcast. Speaking of which... Welcome back to another Super Awesome Mix. My name is Matt Sedholm alongside my co-host and co-founder of Super Awesome Mix, Samer Abu Salbi. Samer, how are we doing this week? Doing real well. It is yet again, somehow, <laughs> time for a new music. <laughs> Unbelievable. We like just recorded this, I feel like. Yeah. Like, not but, 10 minutes ago. And, and yet there was like, it was kind of hard to pick some new music because there's so much new music out so yeah even though we feel like we keep doing these and we do these monthly um yeah somehow there's never a, you know an end to the new music that's out there you know what's funny is um my last instagram post about our new music picks in march um i did one that was kind of funny of just like i'm not done listening to music from 1997 and there's you know just constantly new music but someone left a comment that I'm guessing was meant to be snarky along the lines of like, oh, great, another another list that like Pitchfork would have put out or something. And I didn't take it as like how I think they intended it. I was like, what a great compliment. Like Pitchfork has like really good taste in music. <laughs> yeah. What indie websites are you scrolling through that to find your new music that we can't uh... – <laughs> We can't figure it's been out. So funny, yeah, yeah. I really thought about just harding the message or being like, "Oh my god, thank you," and just seeing just seeing what happens if if maybe this person's head just kind of just kind of explodes. Like, wait a minute, no, I, I would have, yeah, I, I definitely would have leaned into that and been like, "Oh, well, appreciate it." Yeah, we love the work they're doing over there at Pitchfork. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, next time that happens, I'm just gonna throw it right back at them. Yeah, kill them with um, kindness, Sammer. Kill them with yeah, I like it. But no, you're right. Like there, there was a tough, I had a tough time trying to pick new music here because there was a lot of really good stuff. It just seems like this year is, has been on fire with new tracks. So I'm pretty excited about this mix. I had a lot of fun listening to it. Well, speaking of messages received on Instagram, you actually heard from these guys, uh, your first track, you picked Desert Raven by the Heavy Heavy. Yeah, it's so fun whenever um, I call out a band and they actually reply. I'm like, oh, my God, there's a human behind, behind <laughs> this Instagram handle. That's, that's so fun. Um, but, yes, they featured our story that I was uh, that I featured them in, which is really, really fun. I discovered these guys randomly, I think, on just like a new music mix that was made for me by, I don't know, one of the algorithms out there, let's say. Um and I could not get enough. This track in particular is off of like a new extended EP version of an album that they did a couple of years ago, I think, or maybe it was last year. I don't remember the date, but I love the vibe of this track. And so then I got curious and I listened to the rest of the album that this uh, track was on. And I've listened to it maybe like five or six times in a row in the last like two days alone. It is so good. Like it's exactly kind of the summer come is coming you know like getting a car top down kind of vibe that you want like as it warms up um so i really really like it 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 has such a cool throwback feel to it all you know although it's like brand new music so it's been a lot of fun to to listen to them um curious what your thoughts were when you heard this track 
Yeah, I really, I, I, I liked it. It was real kind of, kind of trippy. You're right. Little throwback. I, I thought about kind of something from like, you know, Crosby, Stills and Nash or something like that. That sort of late sixties, early seventies vibe to it. And you're right. Kind of perfect for the summer. Something that would have been kind of a summertime hit back then. So I, I liked it. I was like, this is, this is pretty interesting. And I guess it's a cover of a song by Jonathan Wilson. And I went back and I wasn't familiar with his music either, but went back and listened to kind of his original version. And, um, you know, it's similar, but it's a little bit more, I don't know, I guess the word is stilted that comes to mind versus this one, which is, uh, they, they kind of smooth it out a little bit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, and I definitely recommend listening to the rest of the rest of the album because it is solid. Like it is definitely a no skip album for me. So very excited whenever I, I stumble upon a new band that I end up liking everything that they're doing. Um, all right. Track two is a name that people are more likely familiar with and is less likely to reply to us on super <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> um, it is a track by Ellie Goulding and it is let it die. Yeah. Although if she wanted to reply on Instagram, you know, we'd welcome it, you know, we'd all yeah. welcome her on the show sometime. Um, but yeah, this song was actually released in late 2022. So in case any of the internet investigators out there want to nail me on, on this one that it came out a few months ago, but it's off of a new album coming out in 2023. But, um, yeah, I mean, I just thought this was, you know, definitely something more in my daughter's wheelhouse that, that she kind of listens to. That's how I get turned on to kind of the younger artists sometimes, but. Um, here, I mean, I, I think it's a cool, even if you just like it for the beat, right? You put this on, it's a cool, like kind of pop electronic song, right? But then you kind of listen to the words and I think it's a little deeper than just your, your standard track from, from this type of genre. So it's, you know, kind of about getting out of a toxic relationship. So, um, I think you could take this, I kind of like it when it works one of two ways, right? That if you, you are kind of into the lyrics, I think you'll like this one. And if you just want to get up and dance, I, I think this falls in that category too. Yeah, I agree. It has that like really classic Ellie Goulding sound where it can just make you want to move. And I'm sure, you know, there's like a million remixes of it already on on SoundCloud because <laughs> right. her music works really well for remixing. Um, and yeah, I got into the lyrics then secondly, and I was like, this is really good. Yeah, it's just all about getting rid of like a toxic relationship. And, you know, the name of it is Let It Die. Like sometimes it's just time to let the relationship die because you know, you're like trying to feed a poisoned plant. Like it's just not going to go anywhere. Um, so I really liked that uh, and enjoyed the song a lot. Yeah. I, I have always loved your music. It's just, it's really fun to like listen to and, and move to and all of that. So really cool that she's got a new album coming out. Yeah. There's never really anything wrong with like just good pop music. I think it gets kind yes. of derided by sort of music critics for, you know, being popular sort of, right? <laughs> you're not really discovering right. anything, but same time it's like, well, there's a reason it's popular, right? Yeah, exactly. That's what sets us apart from Pitchfork. We, yeah, we like that's right. Hey, here. yeah, take that guy who thinks we're just like Pitchfork. <laughs> um, right, track three, you went with the Black Seminole by Little Yachty. Yes. Oh my goodness! Like what a what a change in in like an artist sound. Um, I was familiar with the little Yachty only a little bit. Like there's been a couple tracks that I've come across that I really enjoyed, like Broccoli and I Spy, which are just like both really kind of fun and silly songs. And then he comes out with this album that is so far out and like really kind of experimental. 
And this track in particular, um, it was first introduced to me by my future brother-in-law. He was playing it in the car. And I was like, are we listening to like Pink Floyd, like Dark Side of the Moon? Like, <laughs> what, what is happening right now? Um, it, it is... It is amazing. It's got such a psychedelic throwback sound again. Um, I feel like that's like making a comeback in music, right? Like I feel like with the, at least with the at least with my my world of music, I'm being introduced to a lot of things of like new music that have an old sound. So I've been enjoying it. It's awesome. Um, but yeah, this is just like a great album that is really different from his previous work. So it's been a lot of fun to listen to. Yeah, he was on SNL recently and you know, I kind of came in in the middle of the musical performance and had to kind of stop and go, well, wait a minute, who's the musical performer again? Because <laughs> <laughs> you're right, just like by sound alone, I'm like, this is not what I would expect. But yeah, very unique, um, really strong effort here. Uh, and you're right, the whole album, I, I, this was one that I kind of explored adding a track to uh, the, you know, my six songs. So I kind of listened to this one and then it was funny when you had it on, on your six, but yeah, really put on a great performance on SNL and he actually went out and found an all female backing band. And I guess that was like a really intentional choice on his part just to give some female artists a chance, which I thought I was really kind of cool. cool. It's like, he didn't really make a statement beyond that. He was just like, you know, just, just giving, you know, just giving some musicians a chance. And I'm like, yeah, good for you. That's great. That's really cool. Yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying the album. I I need to like it's it's one where I'm always reminded of like the the scene and like the show Freaks and Geeks where you go sit by a record player, put on the giant headphones, you know, <laughs> like you're attached to it and you just sit and listen. Like, you know, you're not doing anything else. I feel like this is a good album for that. <laughs> yeah, and you read you read the lyrics, like you physically right. read the lyrics that are printed yes. on the liner notes there. Yeah. <laughs> But I still do. I do a lot of that, actually, when we're doing uh, when I'm prepping, especially for these mixes, I will just, you know, grab an album. I'll just start listening to it. And yeah, when something really interests me, I'll I'll go and read the lyrics. So, you know, it's it's not the giant headset attached to a giant stereo, but, you know, similar, similar feel. It is. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a lot of fun to do that. All right, track four, one where um, I was able to follow the lyrics along and, and a couple of things made me laugh here. And this is Kansas by Cooper Hamilton. Okay, so I put two country songs on my mix this month. You and, sure did. And I was not sure. I was like, I may go 0 for 2 here with Sam or I'm not sure. But anyway, this is a young kid. He's out of Stephenville, Texas, and he just put out his first EP called The Flock. And... um Somebody, a friend of mine on on Instagram, like kind of shouted it out. So I was like, all right, let me listen to this. But I, I really liked it. Um, this is a pretty good country song. Talks about moving to Kansas, but that, you know, Texas is still his home, uh, which is kind of, you know, Texas country artists do kind of, this is a running theme. If you, if you listen to a lot of Texas country artists that no matter where they go, they also want to come back to Texas. Um but yeah, I just thought it was a really, I think he's got a really good, you know, really good sound. I like his voice and uh, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, where he goes from here. And I bet he's someone that if we give him a shout on Instagram, he's going to reply back. Yeah, I bet so. <laughs> um, yes, I I really liked, you know, at first I was like, oh God, this is very country. But 
I put that aside, you know, I, I, I've learned to like, okay, give it a second, you know, like give it a, give it a chance just because it sounds, you know, like something I'm not typically used to listening to doesn't mean I, you know, shouldn't really try to listen to it. And like, and like I said, I really like the lyrics. I think there's some really nice ones here. And, and yeah, the one that immediately made me think of you is, you know, he sings, no matter how far I stray, Texas has my heart. And, you know, I just think about your life, like you were all the way up in Maine, like it basically doesn't get further than that in the United States. from texas um you know either of the upper (laughs) corners upper west or upper east corners of the united states so um and and you still made your way back still made my way back yeah (laughs) it's true there's something to it there's something to it um all right well probably you know an artist that's going to hang out with cooper hamilton sometime in the future um our next track (laughs) (laughs) you pick tulips and roses by g easy yeah. Oh my goodness. I, I just love this guy's voice. Like I, anytime he, he has, I think done a lot of like feature or been the featured artist on a lot of tracks and uh, he just has a very unique voice that I find very interesting and I love listening to it. But what I really like about the song is the song that he samples, um, which is a song called Blame by Gabriel's. And it has like such like that song sounds a little bit softer, a little bit more mellow, but then he took it And just made it like almost like the succession theme song. Like this just has like a really interesting kind of vibe to it. That's a little bit more, you know, stand tall and strut type of of feel. Um, The lyrics are like fine. You know, like there's nothing. I feel like there's nothing, you know, particular about the lyrics here. But I think what really made this song like interesting to me is like listening to him sing it. Like I said, I love his voice. But then having that kind of really cool confidence building, you know, vibe to it of like, yeah, like. I'm I'm feeling myself today. Like this is this is great. So I really like this track a lot. Yeah, completely agree. This would definitely fall on, you know, the strut mix if we were to make another one of those, right? It definitely falls in that category. I also love it when, you know, R and B and rap artists will go deep on a sample where it's just it's mm-hmm. it's not something you know, but you get into it anyway. I, I think the more popular songs in that genre usually and, and probably illegally rip off songs that, that you know, right. like right off the bat. And I think there's been a lot of famous lawsuits around that. But uh, but then when you go deeper like this, I don't know, maybe those smaller artists just appreciate the love and they're just kind of like, cool. Yeah, go ahead and sample it. Right. Yeah, it'd be interesting to, you know, because um, I was linked to like a YouTube video of the sample. And I would just be really interested to know is like after the release of this song, did that YouTube video just suddenly spike in, in a, a whole bunch of whole bunch of listens as people were like oh my god i really like what this is <laughs> right so, right yeah yeah that's cool i would imagine so i'd imagine like if we ever just like sat down and we had like a one-hit wonder and then people just wanted to sample it in the future i bet we'd be like yeah sure cool keep that going keep those <laughs> yeah, checks exactly. coming you know <laughs> exactly all right uh track six your next pick and it is only want to dance by almost monday Okay, we talked about pop music a little while ago. These guys are a self-described pop band out of San Diego. This is just a fun pop song. There's nothing else to this. It's pretty straightforward. Even more fun is the music video for this, um, which I I imagine the director was inspired by either Spike Jones or Wes Anderson if it wasn't one of those guys themselves directing this video. But I couldn't find a confirmation on that. But yeah, they're like at a bowling alley, they're they're roller skating, there's medieval nights. It's just a very kind of silly um, video that looks like it could have been shot on their iPhone. 
And um, then they've just got this fun pop song around it that's just kind of straightforward. He only wants to dance with you. Yeah, this, like you said, was just a straightforward, really fun song. Um, they also just sounded really familiar to me. Like they just have, and maybe because it's like an alt pop and, and you know, I like Walk the Moon came to mind a little mm-hmm. bit um, where it's like, yeah, these these kind of fun, energetic bands where you're, you're not going to really be upset listening to it. Like it'd be hard to be like annoyed listening to a song like this. But I thought the lyrics were really catchy and addicting and, and go perfectly well with the vibe, you know, like till the sun comes up, I only want to dance with you till the sun comes up. You know, I only want to dance with you. Like, it's fun. I really like it. I think it would so, be fun for pick. like the 80s channel on Sirius to like slip in a song like this every now and then and see if any of the listeners would be like, wait, is that what what year in the 80s was that from? <laughs> right. Right, totally. See if they'd place it or if they'd recognize, well, hold on a minute. You just put a new song on our 80s channel. That's not how this works. (laughs) Yes, we've covered a number of those recently, like like Greta Van Fleet, you know, kind of sounding like Led Zeppelin. And um, and there's been like a number of other ones. Well, you mentioned Walk Walk the Moon is like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's good stuff. All right. Your next pick. You went with Bottle Episodes by the New Pornographers. Yeah, so a new album by the New Pornographers is out. Um, I have always loved their music. It, it's always been kind of like silly and fun. And, you know, I mean, with a name like that, like what what else would you expect? <laughs> um, this one, this one's a little bit more toned down, which I think is interesting. Um, it was made during the pandemic. And I think that kind of comes across even in just like the energy of, of the sound itself is like a little less like high than than what I'm used to from them. But um, this, epi- this episode, excuse me, this um, track in particular called Bottle Episodes, I really like the lyrics. Um, you know, here he sings, here inside the TV glow of these bottle episodes, shouldn't have to wait so long for everything to make some sense, I say. But when you're dancing with the devil, you don't get to pick the song they play. And I just really like that last line of like, when you're dancing with the devil, you don't get to pick the song that they play, where... I think, you know, we were all kind of dealing with with a lot during the pandemic um, and a lot of it was out of our control. And, you know, maybe like you, you choose to dance with the devil anyway, but but you, you don't get the choice of music. So that was really interesting and, and kind of a yeah different take from a band that obviously like music is shifting as, as a lot of these albums come out that were written during during lockdown and during pandemic. So it's curious to see like what people got into during that time. Well, and I loved how they titled it Bottle Episodes. So for people who don't know what that refers to, it's it's an episode in a TV series where they just stay on one set the entire time. And so if you think of Seinfeld and the Chinese restaurant, where they're all just in this waiting area of the Chinese restaurant, right? Like that's called a bottle episode because they're all just in one set. And then like Breaking Bad has an episode called The Fly, where it's just you know, Jesse and Walt in the meth lab chasing this fly for the whole episode, right? A lot of times when they're making these TV series, it's born of a budget shortage. And so they can't afford to do the multi-set normal episode they do. So they do a bottle episode to save money where it's like, we're just going to have two actors and we're just going to do this episode on one set. And, And so it's just kind of a cheaper way to make an episode. But I think it's brilliant because if you think about during the pandemic, we were all in a bottle episode of the same set, the same people just every day doing doing the same thing. Right. And and a lot of shortages totally. of money and a lot of situations, too. So 
Um, so yeah, I, I just thought on that alone, I was like, this is brilliant. And then the fact that they had written it during the pandemic. So it's a great job by them. Yeah, I really like that. All right. Track eight. This made me laugh that we had, we had a couple of tracks here <laughs> where again, you know, you and I, you and I don't collaborate on, on picking these. Um, but then there's always funny patterns here. So I had a band called the heavy heavy and you went with a band called the heavy, um, and you picked their track. I feel the love. That's right. I did, it just cracked me up. I did kind of a double take, like the heavy, heavy, the heavy. Yeah. And I wondered if it was one of those situations about like, remember when Fitz and the tantrums, when Fitz just did like right. Fitz for like a week right. or something like that. And then it went back. I was like, maybe is this the same guys? Did we pick the same artist? No, we didn't. Uh, two very different artists. Um, the heavy is best known for their song, you know, How You Like Me Now is probably their maybe most famous song. I'm not sure. It's the one I probably best know. But I'm listening to this one and I'm like, this one's got a real like gospel feel to it. And then um, again, I, I decided to look up the music video and I was spot on there because it's entirely shot in like a Southern Baptist church and has like this, they're like playing a gospel choir and just doing the whole thing there. Um so it's great. I, I just love that. And and I mean, I really enjoy gospel music. If I had to pick a, a religious genre of music, um, I'll take gospel music over like Christian rock. Um, but love the energy here. It's It's a lot of fun. And it's just a really positive song, Feeling the Love. Is real music dying? What even is real music? And who are we to judge that? Well, my father is a lifelong musician, and together we've been making music for over a decade. In our new podcast, we dare to ask the urgent, the weird, and the deep questions. And we have a lot of wild stories to tell. No matter what genres you enjoy, whether you're a musician, a producer, or a listener, we invite you to discover unconventional perspectives on music. So tune in, and go follow Mad Makings of Music wherever you listen to podcasts. I, I hadn't watched the video, but as you said that, I was like, right, that makes total sense uh, that that's exactly like what they would shoot. It is. Yeah, this is just like a song that is fun. It's like a head bopping foot tapping song. Um, I love a song that features a lot of snapping. I've talked about that before. Like this is some good <laughs> snapping. It's like some happy snaps. It's always good. Um, and the lyrics yeah, are just so like positive and bright, you know, ain't nothing wrong. Ain't nothing fake. I'm feeling something. Make no mistake. I feel the love. I feel the love. Like, that's great. I love it. I, I like that kind of positive energy. Also feels appropriate for spring. So it's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right. Track nine. And, you know, when I listened to this one, I was like, this sounds a little country ish, but I didn't want to make any accusations. So you went with everybody needs someone by Noah Cyrus and Vance Joy. Yes, I, I really like to think of this as folksy, you know, not country, <laughs> which I've decided <laughs> decided is a completely different genre, obviously. I heard someone obviously. call it, uh, uh, you know, it's kind of Americana, right? Like that was oh, their that was their get out of uh, calling it country card was I like calling it, it Americana. Yeah. So yeah, use that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, as we've done these new music mixes uh, a lot now, and you know, we're doing them every month, I, I'm really trying to not just pick the usual suspects, you know, like, I, I feel like 
if I had let my id decide, like I would have just gone with another single off the Metallica album, another <laughs> single off of the NF album, you know, like just keep picking singles off the same album that's coming out and be like, let me remind you, there's new music coming from, these, <laughs> from this band I like. Um, so, you know, I'm trying to like, yeah, trying to really expose myself to new artists. And so this one is a little bit of a cheat because I was familiar with Vance Joy and I really like a lot of his music. Um, you know, that I've listened to in the past, but I was not familiar with Noah Cyrus's work. Um, she is, of course, related to Miley Cyrus. Uh, so that's why that last name might sound familiar to you, who is also having just an explosion of a, of a career right now with her song Flowers. Unbelievable. Um, still getting played all the time. But yeah, like this is off of Noah's album NC2. I just really, I didn't think, like you said, like I wouldn't expect to like this song, but I thought it was really beautiful. And I think it's like a very cute, cute love song so i enjoyed it and i'm happy that that you know even though you might label it as country um i i can still you know i'm starting to really understand that there's there's beauty in that genre of music for sure i'm glad i'm glad you're coming around but but you're right these are just two really good singers right like singing a song so even if you know whether it sounds a little countryish or or they could even maybe take a different tack musically and I think just the words and their voices, I think, would carry this one to something pretty likable. Um, but you're right. Yeah. So we've now had Miley Cyrus on a new music mix. We've had Noah Cyrus. I think they've got a couple other siblings and they've got Billy Ray. So, you know, it's still early in the year. Maybe we can get the whole Cyrus family on a new music mix yes. before before 2023 <laughs> is done. Challenge to the Cyrus family. Okay, get on it. <laughs> Challenge extended. Yeah, I like that. Um, all right. Track 10 is another group I was not uh, familiar with. And this is, uh, you want dissonance by AJJ. Yeah. We love AJR on this podcast. So I was like, well, I mean, this is pretty close. So they're probably pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that SEO strategy again. It is. Yeah. They, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, back when there used to be a physical phone book, you wanted your business to be like AAA plumbing. So it'd be the first thing right. people saw in the phone book. Right. So I think that's what they're going yeah. for here. AJR is so popular. They were like, let's just call ourselves AJJ. But um, the AJJ, their original band name, and I thought this was hilarious, was Andrew Jackson Jihad. Wow. Which, after like several years, they decided to shorten to just AJJ. <laughs> Um, I think that works a little bit better. It probably yeah. does. Yeah, it probably does. That's a little too deep. Um, this is their eighth studio album, which I was blown away by. I was like, these guys have made eight studio albums. This is the first song I've listened to by them. Um, oh, wow. But I really liked uh, this album as I got into it. And so I think I probably will dive into their earlier work to just see you know, how it compares. But I think the best way to describe it, it's a really short song. It's like two minutes. And if you think about like somebody really smart that you went to college with, if that person started a rock band and, and was writing songs, like this is kind of what they'd come up with. So it's pretty straightforward rock music, but the lyrics are really kind of dense and, and philosophical, which by all accounts is kind of their style. So um, yeah, I thought it was pretty unique and uh, definitely worth exploring. Yeah, it definitely. I like your description of, of if they had started a rock band, like here's what they would have created. Because <laughs> um, like, yeah, the, the lyrics of like my feet planted in different realities, 
been doing lots of parallel planning and asking, you know, does more do morals exist anymore? Wondering if society's all broken down <laughs> right. yet. <laughs> very, very philosophical questions to be asking yourself, but wrapped in a sound that kind of reminds me of like they might be giants. Yeah. You know, like it's like a it's like a very, yeah, kind of a, a you know, light pop punk ish type of type of sound. So it's a lot of fun. I, I really enjoyed listening to this one. Um, I also really like whenever it opened of just like solidarity forever, man. I don't know why. I just thought that was great. Yeah. Whenever you get the kind of voice <laughs> interstitial in there, that's always kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. Now your next track, your last track, you went with Islands in the Sky by Death Valley Girls. Yeah. Th- again, this was me reaching to just try something completely different. So I was just like clicking around being like, this looks good. Let me listen to this. Um, and and it worked out. This one is awesome. So this is like a, you know, really kind of dreamy rock band. Uh, and you hear that in, in this in this first track. And you know, as I was listening to it, I really like the vibe to it because, again, it's just a little little out there. Like, I guess that's the mood that I'm in these days because a lot of my tracks are like that. Um, but the lyrics here are like could totally be and will likely be on the Super Awesome You show because they're they're like so motivational. You know, like they're singing like you are what you see and what you eat and how you breathe, not what you think you need to make every anyone else happy. And like in the chorus, they sing, you're in charge of your perception of your life. You can choose what you keep and what you leave behind. Like all these empowering, you know, notes of like, you're in charge, like you get to pick and and your life is your life and all of that. And like, you are what you pay attention to and what you do and all of that. So I think it's great. I was like, oh, this is, this is wonderful source material for, for my show. <laughs> I had that same note. I was like, this is perfect for super awesome you. I was like, you got to make this one of your weekly tracks on that show. Um, but this also kind of like the L Golding song, the Ellie Golding song we had on earlier, where you could just kind of listen to this one and enjoy it sonically, right? Like just the, yes. musically, it sounds great. But then, you know, you get into the lyrics and it's like, okay, they're really, they're really talking about something deep here. And so I thought that was, that was pretty cool. Um, yeah. And just a great positive message. Really like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the album is I'm working my way through it and I'm really liking it. So very excited to to have found like a, at least a couple of bands here that I didn't know before and have really enjoyed adding their music to my library. So last track here um, is someone who I had to Google if they are related to <laughs> related to Bruce. Their name is Alana Springsteen. And I think I think speaking of just SEO luck, like what a great last name to have as as a musician. Um, she sings Tennessee is mine. Okay, I know what everyone's thinking. Okay. And and yes, when I did see this, I was like, wait a minute. I, I know exactly how this track found me on the algorithm, right? Because there's there's a lot of Bruce Springsteen in the mix for me. So it's like a lot of Springsteen. What is this? But yeah, in fact, no relation. But just luck of the draw. Although if you were going to pick a stage name, it probably would be wise to pick someone with like a, you know, pick something with a super famous name at the end. Mm-hmm. So, yes. you know, Larry Jagger or something like that. You know, get that out there. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> For some reason, I just imagine like Mick Jagger having a brother named Larry now. If he's like a car salesman or something. He was car salesman. Come on down to... Larry Jagger's <laughs> car utopia. Well, he's got oh, the best. Man. Yeah, he probably like sells cars like crazy, right? And people just beat right. him down every day with questions about Mick. Um, 
<laughs> but okay, we're, we're getting off topic here. Alana Springsteen, she is a uh, young country artist. And um, yeah, I, I, I listened to her whole you know album here and I thought this one was pretty strong. I, I really like her voice and, and just her sound. This one is, again, kind of a conventional country song in the sense that you, you kind of stake claim to geography, right? Like this is, this is a thing um, that, that happens, I feel like, in country songs. In this case, she's giving her ex everywhere else, but Tennessee is mine. Okay, she says Tennessee is hers. He's got to turn back when he hits the state line. So this one was really well written. Kind of, I like it when they work in a lot of proper names into rhyming schemes. I think that's also really, really good songwriting there. Um, but yeah, definitely someone worth checking out. So if you're not a fan of all my Bruce Springsteen picks, okay, I hope you will give Alana Springsteen a chance. Yeah, absolutely. Like just because she shares the last name, um, you know, I, I don't want to take away from her talent because she's absolutely very talented. Um, so it's, you know, she's not getting anything <laughs> for free there. It's still tough. Like if I had the last name Springsteen and I tried singing, it wouldn't go very far. That would not serve me. <laughs> I, I would not have a successful career on my last name alone. <laughs> well, he probably has plenty of cousins too that, you know, just kind of right. like, yeah, no, that's my cousin. No, no, I can't sing. Right. I'm an accountant. All right. I'm a very good accountant. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the boss of accountants, but, uh, but that's about it. Um, yeah, I, I really like this song. I, you know, obviously very traditional as well. Um, very traditional country song, but I've, I've learned to again, appreciate the lyrics and I really like how she's singing like, all I'm asking for is one, you got all the other 49, you know, like literally take all the other 49 states, but Tennessee is mine. So I think that's really nice. Um, and, and you're right. Like sometimes that's how you feel. Like don't take away my home, you know, like this is my home, like literally do, do whatever else you want, be whatever else you want, but this is, this is my place. So please leave. <laughs> so <laughs> please leave. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, there you have it. It's another new music, super awesome mix for your collection. You can follow us at, on Instagram at super awesome mix. And uh, you know what? While you're listening to the show, go ahead and get us a five star review. We can get those ratings up, get more people to discover the show. And in the meantime, Samer and I will get to work on our next super awesome mix. So for Samer, this is Matt. And we'll see you next time. Super Awesome Mix is brought to you by DLM. Make shopping easy with DLM, the one-stop shop for all your casual clothing needs. Shop DLMSupplyCo.com and enter the promo code AWESOME at checkout to save 15% off your first purchase. That's DLMSupplyCo.com.